This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, episode number 32, Look Who's Shaken Now. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. You have quite a treasure there in that Horodric cube. From the far reaches and burning depths of sanctuary comes Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo podcast. It's beginning to feel like some great evil is permeating the air around here. Now, your hosts, Nevik, Breja, and Jen. Stay a while and listen. Coming to you from the proverbial Dawnforge pouch, this is episode 32 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Friday, January 11th, and I am your host, Nevik. I am joined by my two co-joeys, Brasia. How's that noise in your in your recording room? <laughs> oh, it's great. It's in my head, and it just keeps going and going and going, and it's, it's about to tell me jokes. Is the punchline but beep beep? That's okay. <laughs> no, not that again. Only <laughs> well, if beep. Jen's involved. Yeah. That was amusing. <laughs> you know, listeners, you really got to follow us on Twitter. There are jokes that go by that you are missing because of not following. Yeah, in and in haiku form. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Jen, yes. Mm-hmm. How is yeah? How there there are no beeps tonight, right? There are no beeps tonight so far. That's good. And um, yeah. the the extraneous noise that's coming through is our fourth musketeer. He's back for um from a semi-long hiatus from the show. Lantonio, how are you tonight? Pretty good. It has been a while, hasn't it? I think the last time I was on here was our Thanksgiving episode. It's quite a while. Yeah. Been a little pretty been pretty busy doing things and and when I wasn't busy then I get sick and then when I'm not sick there's emergencies and everything else. It was, they didn't want me to be on the world didn't want me to be on the show for a while, so I'm back though. Well, we're glad to have you back. Um, and I can relate. Uh, I was planning on playing a, um, <clears throat> a little bit of WoW yesterday, and the power went out. And <laughs> That's oh, what you no. get. <laughs> I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, wait. Oh, you know what? I've been, I've been craving to, you know, I've been having this hankering to play some Pokemon. I, I know, I know. You know, I, it, I'm pretty old to be into Pokemon, but I am so... There you go. But um, anyways, I I you know, found found the found the cartridge and found the DS and plugged it in and then pressed the power button and nothing. So yes, folks, I had nothing and the power was out and little Deathy was asleep. So, <sighs> yeah, it sucks. We're we're so dependent on electricity. But um, uh, let let's let's get into what we've been up to. We'll start off with Lantonio, since I'm sure everybody's been curious what you've been up to. Well, like I said, a lot of different things. Started off, I think that first episode I missed, I got the flu and I couldn't get over that for like two weeks. It was horrible. 
And then I was ready to podcast with you guys. And everything was good to go. And my stepson, he has floating rib surge, uh, syndrome. And I just so happened to kick up on him about two hours for the show. I tried. Uh, I was going to send an email, but we were, like, rushing. And then I called Doss, told him to send you guys an email. And he must have not known how or something. I don't know. But that's what happened with that. And I was gone all night. We were at the hospital until the next day, like noon. But he's okay. It happens. It basically, he just has to go there every time it happens. It's only happened, like, twice in his life. So it's not too bad. It sucks when it does. I'm guessing they're pretty bad. Other than that, you know, I've been working because I was, I started a new job doing third shift and pretty busy and it's a pretty nice job. Nothing too impressive, just a factory job, but it pays pretty well. So that was pretty nice. So that kept me busy. Um, that's probably why you guys haven't seen me a lot in game either. Yeah. Lately I've gotten to play um, since the beginning of the year because we're, the company I work for, they pretty much lay off every year from New Year's Day until what I've heard about March or April. So I have a little bit of a time, and honestly, as much as you make there, it's, it's okay not to have to worry about it too much searching for jobs in there because they do always bring you back. My brother-in-law has been there for 12 years, and he does everything. It's always the same every year, so no big deal. Basically, you get a summer vacation in the winter, so that's fun. But I'm starting to play again, and I got a little more time kind of did something like Nevik was just talking about. I picked up my old Game Boy because uh, my kid got a Game Boy for Christmas and stepkid and he had uh, the old Golden Sun games which I loved on SP so I was decided to start playing them again. I haven't played them since I was like 13 so I did those. Yeah, started playing Diablo again. I got the Witch Doctor going. I learned some new routes for Paragon leveling so I could bust some levels out to get caught up with all you guys. Mm-hmm. Well, with Nevik, anyway. How's that going? It's actually, it's going really good. I, I don't know if you know uh, Rilha. Or I'm sure you've heard, because you look at Diablo fans all the time and stuff, and he's pretty popular in there. But he's got a pretty good one. And it's basically... You start in Area Crater 2, do the Keeps Level 2, and what's the last one? The Bridge? You um, start from Rackets Crossing and, and go back... Yeah, you go back to Rackus Crossing. That's what it is. You go back down. And then... That's pretty good. I only played for like two hours last night. And I am a low level. I was only like a, a Paragon level 10. But I went from 10 to level 15. Less than two hours. So it was pretty great with that. So I'm hoping that will help me catch up quite mm-hmm. a bit. So, Other than that, I, I built a uh, like a normal Tempest Rush monk to go farming for some Lyric Signets. Didn't have much luck with that. I got pretty excited because I did find two legendary rings, and to my despair, they were both Manald rings. So, not much luck. But hoping if I play, but I've only put in about four, five, six games worth. So, hoping if I do a few more, I might get lucky and find one because I really want to use that signet for my Paragon leveling and stuff. So, cause I think I'm gonna try to get the Witch Doctor 200. That's the one I decided I'm gonna work with. Mm. So, other than that. You know, <laughs> not much else has been going on. The, uh, how do I want to put this? The, uh, becoming a trader is, is cemented. You're, you're definitely never going back to your wizard in, unless, unless 107 brings some, you know, glorious, um, glory to the, to the wizard. 
<laughs> that sounds really silly, but can't say never say never. I definitely I'll go back to all the characters, but I'm gonna go with Witch Doctor first. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> now that you're starting to play, you'll uh, probably understand welcome. why. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. If hey, if Diablo was still day one, the wizard would be great. But the way the wizard's been beat to the ground and slapped up and mm -hmm. everything else, it's not really much of a point in playing it. I don't want to be a CM wizard. I tried it. It's the only viable build in that entire class has. So, what's the point? You know, I can play a witch doctor and build it any way I want and still have fun. So that's pretty much what scored me to that route. I, I suppose, but yeah. just for clarity's sake, um, but when, when you say viable build, you're pretty much only speaking about high MP, Endgame. yeah, high yeah. MP levels in Inferno. In I can pretty much yeah. agree with that. Although an Archon build, if you have enough DPS can work as well. Um, Jach, uh, who has sadly hung hung his, well, I wouldn't say staff, his wand, I guess you could say. Or mace, um, because there's pretty much two main weapons that you see most wizards with, or at least you know, the high level ones. You either have the Shantoto's uh, will, or the Echoing Fury. <laughs> ah, yeah, gotta love the diversity. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, while I do agree that legendaries were really, really bad prior to 104, them becoming pretty much best in slot has really killed the diversity <laughs> in in equipment. But uh, anyways, we, we'll, we'll move on. Um, so, Brasia, what have you been up to? Hi, my name is Brasia, and yes, I am an alcoholic. <laughs> You're in the right so, place. Hi. Uh, I do have to admit it though. I've I've just been having fun playing like every single character and just like leveling up three, four levels at a time. Then I'll switch to the other one and try that for a little bit. And it's been a lot of fun for me. So my witch doctor's still sitting sitting at Paragon one. It'll eventually get to two, almost there. But <laughs> but um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, every character that I have is now over level thirty. This is good. And, yeah, I was, it's surprisingly, my uh, quickest leveling character is my wizard. I can, like, just blow up whole bunches of, of That's a uh, normal mobs though, right? at the same time. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm oh, actually okay. a nightmare now with it, but... <laughs> it, it's, yeah, I know. I probably, once I get to 60, I'll be like, what is this? <laughs> and drop it. No, so, the wizard's pretty, pretty good <laughs> until Inferno, I'd say. But now with Master Power Zero... You must still might be able to have some fun with it. Depends on how far you want to take it. Yeah, I'm just I'm just messing around. I just want to get all of them to 60, and then at some point just go, okay, this is the one I like That's the most. That's what I did, too. what I'm doing. But I did get to go on my first, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, Inferno run with M. Pengel and Kudo a few nights ago. And that was a lot of fun. I actually did get one organ piece oh, um, in the last drop of the three that uh, set the bosses that we fought. And so that was a lot of fun. But there is a huge difference in fighting those bosses between someone who, uh, like M. Pengel, I believe, is a level 51 Paragon. Kudo was a 34, <laughs> and I'm a level 1. And it's like, they're just sitting there pounding away on the, the bosses. And there I am going, guys, I'm dead. So what monster power Help, did you I'm dead. Uh, guys go for? I believe we only started at 1. They, they kind of just wanted to make sure that I... I would have a chance to live in there, and that's the reason why they did it. Right. But my understanding is that uh, it, it had a lot to do with the resistances mm -hmm. that we had. 
Like mine was very low. I, I still think I'm getting I'm over 600, but I, I know I think I need more than that, from my understanding, like for overall resistances. So that's okay. I mean, it was fun to try. It's the first time I did it, and it was actually only took us maybe about 20 minutes to go get five stacks of uh, Nephilim Valor and then to do all three. I would I would tell you because I actually just looked at your guy because I just noticed that you had I wasn't I didn't know that you had already gotten your witch doctor that high yet, but I was looking at him and. I don't think you really have to worry too much about your resistances because with the Witch Doctor, mostly you'll probably won't be a lot of range attacks. So uh, I would just try working on your DPS a lot more if I were you. Yeah, because I mean, I got like between six and seven hundred, and I do fine. And I we me and Doss run MP8 when we do Ubers now, and I can handle that. So. Oh okay. Well, I, I've also been used to playing all the different alts. Like I right. haven't touched my Witch Doctor, so. It was kind of like, like the first time I got killed was actually pretty hilarious because I was playing uh, Warcraft earlier, and so I went to move with my, like I have a, one of these tournament joysticks, so I'm trying to move it forward, and my guy's like, I'm like it's not moving, it's not moving, and the guy just dies, I'm like, oh wait, I'm supposed to click. I remember that I was doing a lot of that same stuff when I was doing my ults, because you get mixed up on which guys have which spells when you're doing so many changing around, and like... You go used to. I'm used to my monk going super fast because all the um, movement speed that you can stack with them, maybe the extra ten or twelve percent, whatever it is, and then you go back to the other guys and they're super slow and everything else. But it was good. It was it was a lot of fun. Plus, I've been ch chatting with other people. I have a message later on. I can give us for from Saintly Demon. Oh, cool. Yeah, I noticed that your scorn doesn't have any life leech on it. That's probably. That will help your survivability quite a lot. That, that scorn was just one that I randomly found. I'm pretty sure I gave that to you, right, Bridget? I think so. Most of that <laughs> yeah, stuff that is just a lucky one anyway, but it'll still help. Yeah, it will. <laughs> so, Jen, what have you been up to in-game? I actually got a lot done in game, as you already know, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, <laughs> I've been crazy busy with writing. One of the sites I write for has like a big deal going on this week, so there was a ton of writing involved. And the only time I had to play was last night, and I just started Act Two of Nightmare, and I thought, okay, I'm just gonna see how far I can get. And I didn't expect I would get too far on my own because, I, from what I remembered, it was a really long, you know, act, and I couldn't. I, I figured it's going to take longer than I have to, you know, to stay awake for. Um, so I put the monster power down to zero, figuring, well, why make it tougher if I'm trying to go quicker? And got into game, and I had four friend requests, and two of them were spam, and two of them were really listeners, and that was awesome. So I accepted those, and then I noticed that Nevik was on. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the night went from there. Um, you jumped into my game. Yep. And so did uh, Nair. Is that how you pronounce it? N-A-E-R? Yeah. N-A, is that right? Yeah. So he jumped into the game. And then somebody followed him in and was in and out for a while. And, like, we just went all the way through Act 2. <laughs> just, boom, it was done. It was amazing. <laughs> you know? I, I think we almost could have possibly gotten you the one hour clear on that. But you were having maybe you were having difficulties. I was having technical yeah. difficulties, as w this always happens. I am cursed. I swear. Anytime I do something, you know, with Diablo, with you guys, any combination of you guys, something goes weird. 
every single time. Um, there's a history that if anybody's been listening all the way through, you remember. If not, you can check it out. But yeah, I mean, this time I was using my own computer, so it wasn't like a laptop issue or anything like that. But I noticed that the mouse wasn't working properly. And so I was trying to tell you guys, you know, in the party chat, hey, my mouse isn't working properly. Give me a minute. And I'd go to click on it, and, you know, there's my barbarian running across the screen that direction. I'm like, no, wait, <laughs> stop. <laughs> so eventually I got it sorted out. I had the wires um, mixed up because, like I was I was saying earlier, I do other podcasts um, before we start recording. And I do Halfway Around the World, also on Dawn Forge with Nathan Lott. And we just started our new season this week, so we recorded on Monday. And I think the mouse wires got tangled with the headset and it was not giving me enough room to like move properly and I couldn't get the, the chat thing to work and it was just like, oh, again, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so that was, that took a while to sort out. That probably slowed us down a little bit. Um, but beyond that, once I got that straightened out, I, I think the solution was I finally untangled the wires and then, Nevik, you were saying that if you can't click on party chat, you can hit slash P and that'll bring it up. Right. And that helped so much. So then my barbarian wasn't, like, running off to God knows where, you know, and when really I'm just trying to say, hey, wait, stop, wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, but it was really fun. I mean, we got pretty far, and I know, like, a couple of people jumped in and out of the game. Like, Tensor was in there for a while, and I know I hit level 40 pretty quick, and I got a lot of uh, congrats from different people, including Lantonio, which was really nice. Um... And so that was cool. I'm like, holy cow, I'm level 40. Oh, wait, there's more monsters. Let's go. <laughs> you know? and I would have I jumped in with you guys. I would have jumped in with you guys, but I didn't want to uh, ruin all your experience with higher levels. I don't have any lower levels at the moment. Yeah. That would have been fine by me at this point. <laughs> and I was like, mm -hmm. jump in. It's all good. I don't care. You know, <laughs> It's all fun. So it was really cool. And, you know, of course, uh, Act 2 is, you know where Belial is, so that part I wasn't looking forward to when I started. I was like, well, maybe I'll get close to Belial and we'll see how that goes. But I didn't have to wait. I made it because all y'all helped me with it, and man, we took down Belial really fast. Yeah, well, Tensor was on his uh, level 60 Barbarian, so... <laughs> so that helps quite a bit, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, and like all these achievements just popped up right during, you know, right at the end of that. And I figure you guys probably already had a few of those achievements because y'all are far farther along than me. But there was like a whole bunch of them that went up, and it was just like popcorn, you know. Here's all your achievements, ta-da! Holy cow! And Belial's done. It was awesome. It was like the more, way more fun than I expected I was going to have that night playing. And I got through you know, act two, thanks to all the help from you guys. That was super cool. So, you know, I'm going to just repeat every, anytime I'm playing anybody out there, just jump in my game, <laughs> help me out. <laughs> it's a lot more fun. It goes faster. Cause I have a very small amount of time to play right now. Um, that may change soon. Cause one of the big projects that I'm working on is going to be kind of done soon. But, um, this was super cool. This like made my night. I'm like, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, so then I think you you left after we got all the way through that and we were like almost at the end of Act 2 because I think you were either hungry or tired. It was pretty late. Um, I don't remember what you said. I think I was about to pass out because I wasn't feeling too great. Okay. Okay. So then that's where you went. And then um, Tensor, he's in Australia, if I'm remembering correctly. And for him, it was lunchtime. So he left for a while. 
And I went through and like, you know, went through all the loot and put stuff on some of my other alts and things like that. And, and I hung around a little bit and I said, well, you know what? I'm just going to start Act 3. So I did. And I got as far as the quests where you're lighting all the towers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Because that's just so much fun. I mean, that's probably one of my favorite parts of the game. I like the crypts in Act 1, but I like the whole thing with the towers and all the demons jumping up there and everything. That's so much fun. So I went and did that. And I'm pretty sure my barbarian is at level 43 now, I think. Yep. Yeah? Okay, good. I didn't write it down, so I wasn't sure. But, man, that was that was incredibly fun. And, you know, here I was looking at it going, well, I only got a couple hours to play, and I know we're recording tomorrow. Let's see if I can get anything done between now and then. And, you know, here, I'll, I'll dumb it down to Monster Power Zero to make it easier. And I, I didn't even need to do that, it turned out, because it was just like, everybody helped. You know? Like, I wrote into our little show notes. I wrote, got by with a little help from my friends, because that's pretty much how the night went. That was great, though. It's a whole lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And, Jen, who was I playing? You... <laughs> We're playing your witch doctor, which was a surprise. Oh my god! Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. I was playing malpractice. Yeah. Oh, Nevik, you can pretend you don't like it all you want, but you know that we can see it when you keep playing it and keep <laughs> playing it. Even though you pretend you don't like it, you can just admit now that you're going to the witch doctor as well. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. It's funny, I haven't seen that wizard pop up on your screen for a while. Just witch doctor. It's weird. Well, there, there's a very good reason for that. <laughs> so let let me get into what I've been up to. So um, yeah, everybody, I've been playing malpractice, my my witch doctor, and I I've been doing it with the intention just so that I can get her to level sixty, and just see what all the hubbub about the puke doctor is about, and um, just to have a backup in case one hundred and seven nerfs the wizard even more. <laughs> I, I I guess I guess that's what. I, yeah, that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. But um, yeah, I, w- <laughs> I I've been sick, and sure. so you know, I, I've been sick with a kind of a not the flu, not not the RSV or whatever the other you know horrible strain that's you know affecting over half of America or you know, you know, I got my flu shot, so I'm fine on that. But I did have a really bad sinus cold. But as such, because oh, I wasn't feeling that great. Fun. I decided, well, you know, I might as well play a character that makes me sick to my stomach, right? And then just puke all over the place. So that's what I did, and I'm, I'm going with a... Uh, I, I decided to go with Acid Cloud, and that's just... That is the epitome of the puke doctor right there. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, this this is working. Um, and uh, with, with some help... I've been playing pretty much at MP10, and then I jumped into Jen's game, and I don't remember what level we started off at. Oh, we started off at MP0, I think. Well, I mean, that's like, what, I what level? I, I think I might have been... Oh. 40? I, I forget, 39? Something like that. And um, it went really, really fast. It it was... I Okay. Okay. I gotta take a deep breath. I was actually having a lot of fun. So, um... <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I could tell you were having a lot of fun. <laughs> I was just blowing stuff up. It was it was pretty fun. I, I it, yeah. Anyways, uh <laughs> It was really helpful too because um my barbarian is slow. She doesn't keep up with everybody as easily. I don't have like I didn't put the speed thing on there. So I would just follow like the trail of dead and like the leftover spells from the witch doctor. I think uh when I finished the night, I think I was at level 
40 something. I don't remember exactly where. But um, then this morning I started playing again with Malpractice. And, uh, oh, I know, I was at level 45. and Or something like that. And Tensor was like, uh, Nevik, I gave you some weapons. Why aren't you using them? And I was like, oh, well, that's pretty easy to explain. You know, I can't equip them yet. He was like, oh, okay. And when I did reach level 47, he had um, he had given me it was just a, a magic weapon, but it had a reduced level requirement of 13, so it was a equip equivalent at 47, and it was like an 893 DPS ritual dagger. And then I, I I had to drop the MP level prior to this down to MP5 just just so that I could clear quickly. And then once I hit level 47 and could equip that dagger, bumped it right back up to MP10, and cleared nightmare. <laughs> And so my puke doctor, Malpractice, is, um, I think, sitting at level 55 right now. And, wow. and she's, uh, she's in Act 1 Hell. And, yeah, I'm just trying to get her to 60. And Does it feel like it makes a difference playing on MP10 when you're trying to do that initial 60 level up now? Like a lot faster, or not really? It does, um... The one thing that really helps is the Hellfire Ring that I have. Mm -hmm. And oh my goodness, that thing is so OP when you're playing at the lower difficulty levels because the proc still does the same amount of damage, even if you're on normal Nightmare or Hell. So when that Hellfire Ball would come out, it would basically one-shot everything in the path of it. <laughs> it was so much fun. But it's also very scary when you encounter a Reflex Damage Pack. You're like, oh, oh my goodness, almost died there. Oh, wow, I've never ever even realized that that wasn't a level 60 item. Until you said that. I was just looking at it yeah, now. Yeah, you can equip <laughs> it at level 1. That's awesome. Maybe I'll just make my second alts for each guy so I can get... I haven't seen any achievements pop on my screen for a long time. Maybe I should do something. Yeah, I, I think that's the main reason, other than having a backup in case the wizard does get nerfed again. But um, I, I did play on my wizard, and I got up to... Uh, well, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Uh, I got to play with Saintly Demon a couple times, and he was very happy about that. I also included in my show notes that I played with Nair and Jen and Tensor, and that was pretty cool. I was, I was happy to see Tensor jump in. kind of wish he had a character our level. It would have been a little more fun instead of you know kind of like trying to keep up with him but actually um it was fun he uh his barbarian he had the one sprint ability that'll make everybody run at at that speed so when he would pop that i would pop my jaunt <laughs> and it was like the it was like a race until jaunt ran, ran off and then he would pull ahead again it was it was kind of fun it was like just trying to uh see who could kill more things <laughs> And this explains why I fell behind in some places, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I, the, the other thing that would um, kind of limit my ability to kill faster was uh, running out of mana. Because I was just, I was just like spazzing, you know. I was like puking and throwing, throwing a pestilence everywhere. And it was, oh, it was so much fun. And then dire bats or, no, I was using the venom bats. But yeah, my, my witch doctor right now... Uh, she's using uh, the firebombs with the pyrogeist. I think that's the right rune. The one where it 
it's basically a gout, and you can only have one out one out at a time. Yeah, pyro pyrogenesis. Yeah. And I really like that. <laughs> pair, pair that with Vision Quest, and it's awesome. That's actually what I use for my main build now. I use pair that with uh, Vision Quest and use Zombie Bears, and I never run out of mana. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, I've been. Um, I'm also using Acid Cloud, of course. And using a lot <laughs> that was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was I wasn't feeling it's good. It's a great AOE. Yeah, and I was using um, I I don't know how I feel about the oh my goodness, what's that one ability? The one where you gain intelligence when you use it. Soul harvest. Yes, yeah, soul harvest. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but you know, um, using spirit walk with a jaunt rune. I yeah, it's not jaunt. It's spirit walk. And then Locust Swarm with the Pestilence rune, and I'm, I'm using Sacrifice. If you're keeping score, that's six skills. So you're like, why would I have Sacrifice if I don't have any zombie dogs? Well, I'm using Circle of Life to uh, pull up zombie dogs to Sacrifice. So Is that efficient enough? To, is he pull them up enough with Circle of Life? Um, let's see. I think my... Yeah, my gold and health pickup increase is uh, by 50 yards. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh it, it pulls them up pretty pretty frequently. <laughs> as long as I can kill stuff. Uh, it kind of sucks when you're facing, you know, like a boss. Or only mm -hmm. one enemy, but it's in that case, I try not to use sacrifice unless I need to. But, um, also using spiritual attunement and blood ritual. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm liking it I ugh. wow that felt weird saying anyways back to my wizard <laughs> welcome to the dark side yeah well, hold, hold on before you go back to that wizard you said something about soul harvest use soul to waste it adds it 60 seconds so it makes it last longer because you want to get that getting that five is huge but when you're like my base on my witch doctor I think 79,000 if I just get that without any other buffs um, it brings me up to like 130,000 with having a five harvest on that. So it is definitely worth keeping. I see. Okay. So one more thing before you switch to the um, <laughs> to the wizard. The funniest thing last night was um, we were all at that part where we're looking for the caves for Zoltan Cool, that whole series of quests. Oh, you know? right. We were there, right? And you go charging into this one cave. <laughs> And I'm like, well, that must be it. So I'm following you in, and we get in a couple of steps, and there's all these spiders. And I know you hate spiders. And I'm like, you just charged into a cave full of spiders? <laughs> you know? So we <laughs> kill the two that are coming at us, and you went right back out, and I followed you right back out, and up in the text screen I can see, okay, that was not the right cave. <laughs> like, no kidding. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's hysterical. I was laughing so hard over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spiders of all things, you know. <laughs> hey, what can I say? I hate spiders. Um, so yeah, back back to my wizard. So, <laughs> so anyway, the witch doctor. <laughs> what about the puke doctor? I got my wizard. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I got to class <laughs> ever. I got my wizard up to Paragon level forty nine, and I stopped there to then switch my focus over to the witch doctor. Um, why did I stop at forty nine? Well. In honor of my favorite sports team on the entire planet, you know, my, my... The 69ers. No, not the 69ers or the 76ers. I'm talking about the 49ers. They're, they're, playing, they're playing the Packers tomorrow. So that's why we're recording yeah. on Friday night, because 
If the Niners lose tomorrow night, I will definitely not be up for... Well, seeing as though I'm from Wisconsin, maybe we should make a fellow friendly wager on that, buddy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I bet you a million gold in in-game gold, Packers win. Okay, I, I, I'll take that bet. All right. I'm really hoping the Niners <laughs> win, though. <laughs> <laughs> they are playing at home, and Kaepernick is kind of a beast, although I'm afraid of him throwing an interception because, you know, he's only a two-year. You know, he's not a rookie, but he... No, not a veteran. Anyways, um, this isn't this isn't <laughs> before we go too far into football yeah. and everything. So yeah, yeah, that's football. Yeah. Talk. I I've mm-hmm. been having a as long as everybody remembers the bet because I ain't letting never you know get out of this one. Well, it's recorded, <laughs> so that would help yeah. a bit, you know. Yeah, I gotta say for Audio this for one, it. I mean, I'm not a huge football fan, but I'm kind of hoping the 49ers win because I am a Bears fan, so I don't really dig the Packers too much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like any football. I just want to bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny. I was. That's okay. You got to lose in the Super Bowl anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't care who wins a bit. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you one thing. Um, I really do not want the Patriots to win. Oh, you don't have to worry about it. But, I mean, you know, the Giants aren't in there this year, so we actually have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I. Speaking of, all right, we're we're just gonna digress just a little bit because I I want to mention I was talking, I was talking to our friend uh, Diablo football talk. <laughs> I was talking yes. to our friend, our good friend Kenny, otherwise known as Sil, Sil Barefoot from uh, well he's from our community, but he also started up a podcast of his own, which we've mentioned before, the Step Your Geek Up podcast with his friend Matt. They are well, Kenny is um, is he yeah he's the Bears fan. And his friend Matt is the Vikings fan, so they have no love for the Packers. So I was like, so I can count on you two to root for the Niners, right? And he was like, no. (laughs) I was like, like, oh, well, I guess the rivalry between the Packers and the Niners kind of still exists. Um, But but then he was like, well, I kind of would rather see the Niners win than the Packers, so... I was like, okay, great. Yeah, Bears fans don't like the Packers at all. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like how I... I root for any team that's playing the Cowboys. <laughs> I have no love for the Cowboys. Just putting it out there. Anyways, okay. Um, speaking of Cowboys, I guess we should talk about our sponsor, which is Audible. You can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a 30-day free trial and an audiobook of your, of your choosing. There are over 100,000 audiobooks at your disposal to choose from. I, I've been hearing this mentioned on All Things Azeroth quite a bit. As a member, if you pick a book and you're not quite satisfied with it, you can return it within one year of your purchase. So that's pretty amazing. And, you know, I am I think I might be regretting one purchase, so I might see if I can do that. Anyways, yeah, you can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get your free audiobook today. So... We have some tweeters. And uh, Jen, can you take these? I can give it a try. We have quite a few today. The first one comes from at the real Jay French, who is also Saintly Demon, who we mentioned earlier. And he says, at Nevik James, thanks for running tonight, pal. I was a bit of playing with my idol thing. Very appreciative of your time. Oh, that's a very nice tweet. Yeah, it was fun running with him. That's awesome. Nevik's your idol? 
Uh, I don't know about that one. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he did appreciate the, he did appreciate the fact that um, my wizard in her archon build was able to keep up with his barbarian. So, just saying. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> all right. We have another tweet from El Salvaje Falcus, and he says Nevik's passion for the wizard class persuaded me to try one i'm an addict now wizards rock no love for puke doctors either <laughs> that's what he said you must Ooh. not have gotten out of normal yet <laughs> oh no <laughs> that's just yeah me. just ignore lantonio keep going the wizards <laughs> i'm best just class. i'm just i like wizards you know i'm just it's really sore that's mm-hmm. i'm sore against the wizards okay <laughs> yeah well, I have 235 <laughs> hours on a wizard that is the same, almost the same paragon level as a witch doctor that I have like 40 hours on. So it really upset me when they change, or when we get nerfed so bad they have to change your build 20 times. Yeah, well, also, you know, a lot of those hours were prior to the existence of paragon levels, so. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right so moving on we have a couple of tweets from rillandune and the first one he writes at nevik at shano at shattered stone i dislike each of you quite a lot at this moment (laughs) so he was obviously listening to that at one episode (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was just for him the uh, following tweet from Rillandune says, You guys are killing me! The assault upon my sanity by the evil one and his wretched red, red wine. Red, red wine. To <laughs> now he's just punishing you. I know. Himself. Now he is, yeah. He must be a masochist to keep giving us this, you know? Yep. And the final one from Rillandune, he says, And then there was Nevik James' taint comment. <laughs> Have to say I nearly choked on my turkey sandwich with that one. <laughs> and I'm just going to leave that there. And <laughs> that's the end of our tweets for now. Oh, this this does remind me though. Um real, we're still waiting for the explanation as to what the um what was it? Period appropriate attire for the zombie turkey apocalypse. Oh yeah. Oh. We're still waiting for that definition or explanation. Wait a second. Or a photo. Was he choking on a zombie turkey sandwich? And was he having that with red, red wine? Red, red wine. <laughs> Real. I'm... It wasn't me this time, okay? You brought it upon yourself. <laughs> I'm doing my best to avoid mentioning the evil one and his beverage of choice. Red, red wine. Red, red wine. <laughs> Oh, we're going to get some I, I dislike you very much tweets again, I think. The nice thing is that I'm not going to go there. Red, red wine. Red, oh. red wine. Seems you don't have to go there. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to our emails. Move it on. <laughs> um, be- before this digresses any further. Uh, Lantonio, since you haven't been around for for over a month, would you take our email from Commander Bird? Commander Bird here again. I've had some great game time during the holidays with good people of the podcast. I saw this and made me sad. We are not getting PvP anytime soon. They want to go back to the drawing board and rethink how we do PvP. I am still in hell and working to get out with my demon hunter. And then he included a link to a 10-ton hammer article on the uh, 
Oh, yeah, the, that quote-unquote PvP block, so... And, Lantonio, you haven't been here, and you... So, I want to get your take on this whole situation, so... What do you think about this? Well, honestly, the whole PvP thing, I've never been huge on it. I liked it for a little while back in D2, but mostly player versus environment uh, player anyway. So... I, I just have a feeling it's probably, if it did come out sooner, it probably going to come out and everyone's just going to hate on it anyway. So if they are rethinking it, obviously they felt that it was bad. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter too much to me. I'm more interested in seeing an expansion come out for more storylines so I can get back into it or a, a new class that I'd like than worrying about PvP myself. So, I mean, to me it's kind of like, meh, you know, whatever. I, I can feel you on that because... As as much as um, I I I went back and listened to our first episode and I was like, yeah, I was I was all I was all excited about Smashing Face and that's not really gonna come in 107. I mean, we will get dueling, but I mean, it's still gonna be really limited and it's it's not gonna be as quite as fun if only because of the gear, because the gear is just ridiculous right now and uh, yeah. Well, we we've gone on at length about that, so I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping that we'll we'll see, you know, something in form of like structured PvP before the expansion. But I'm not getting my hopes up. Not looking forward to all them wizard witch doctor brawls anyway. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even though we all know the wizard will come out on top, right? Yeah, they might need a little bit more of a buff to Diamond Skin if they want to outtake, uh, um, what's it called again, the uh, Spirit Walk. So, mm. I mean, you can I can hit you once while I'm in Spirit Walk. That'll probably be enough. So I guess so. <laughs> That's the only thing that stinks about the Wizard. You know, there really isn't anything that can give you a two-second window of freedom to get away like the other classes. So that's another thing I dislike. Yeah, that's yeah because demon hunters have their smoke screen and witch doctors have their spirit walk and monks have their serenity and barbarians just smash all the things. They're overpowered. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see what will come of the dueling. Um, I'm hoping that. Monday we'll get some information on what 107 is going to include because I mean really the only thing that we know for certain is that well there's two things um, one we got uh, I think we got a clarification by Lyra Nephilim Valor will will persist between acts so yay I suppose <laughs> mostly everybody's running act 3 so I don't see how it's going to benefit too many people because I mean once you finish Act 3, why... Well, you won't finish Act 3 because it's not really worth killing Asmodon and losing your checkpoint save for... If you were to go kill Asmodon, would you really want to go into Act 4? <laughs> There's really no point, but anyways. The other thing is the dueling. Actually, seeing as though you stack with the experience stacking, there might be a new route then for Paragoning if you can add, because a lot of reasons that there is no Act 4 Paragoning is because it takes a long to stack and there's not as much experience, so maybe maybe that'll help some way, or something like that, you know? When you get into Act 4, you, it's, you know, you're, you're going to be at the beginning of Act 4, so it's just going to be a straight right. clear, and Act 4 has some of the more troublesome monsters, I'll, I'll just put it that way, 
the ones that the ones yeah. that are really irritating. So, uh, you know, you have your shielding um, angels, and then you have your well that, and they also you know do a charge move, and then you have those mogu mm-hmm. um, sorcerers or whatever. I forget exactly what they're called, and they call cast down Morlu. Is that it? Yeah, not mogu. I'm thinking Morlu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wrong game. Yeah, not the right game, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Morlu. The only thing I could see being good at all is for those people who like to like literally loot the whole game out, where like just keep start from Act One and go through, trying to get whatever they can get, doing like full clears and stuff. You know, it'll help them. But other than that, yeah, it's not a huge difference. Yeah. So hopefully we'll find out what will be happening soon. I was hoping that we might see something today, but. Sadly, nothing came of that. Instead, we found out that all the StarCraft II accounts, if they wanted to rename their names, they could. So, yay. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a good one. So, I will read our email from our really good friend, Chad. And he writes, Hey, gang. Chad from Boston saying hello and Happy New Year. First off, thank you so much for keeping this podcast going. I can't believe there is only one Diablo podcast out there anymore. Actually, there's still Flux's, um, the Diablo Inc. Gamers podcast called The Diablo Podcast. It's still going. And I'm trying to convince Sibco to get his um, State of Diablo thing that he's doing on YouTube onto iTunes. So there will be that. So anyways, he continues. But I'm glad it is yours that survived. Just wanted to share some in-game experiences I had over the last couple weeks. I was determined to get a level 50 Paragon puke doctor by january 1st i was at level 44 when christmas week started i did some marathon play sessions during during vacation and got to paragon level 49 on december 30th a new year's eve party got in the way most of the next day but that night i got home at 10 p.m and played non-stop it was a race to the finish at 11:45 p.m i only had half of the last experience bar to go so he was at 95 percent so i ramped up the monster power to five and dove in at 11:58. i finally dinged paragon 50 wow congrats nice That's awesome. um just just for uh if people haven't been keeping up with chad he started this whole you know this whole experience he was what what you'd call and I, I mean no negative connotation by this, a quote-unquote casual gamer. So he went from being a casual gamer to having a Paragon level 50 Witch Doctor. So that's pretty amazing. I'm I'm pretty pumped about that. So anyways. Yay, yeah, So he continues, just in time to run upstairs to see that the ball dropped and wish my partner a happy new year. Wait. <laughs> well, I guess he got there just in time. <laughs> But, uh, wow. I wonder how his partner felt about him being sequestered and playing Diablo. Anyways, um, woohoo is what he continues with. Auction house question. I found a Zunamasa pox that wasn't as good as the one I wear, so I put it up on the auction house. I watched the bidding ramp up to 12 million, and I was pretty excited. Then I logged on the next day and saw that it sold for 80,000. What happened? Where did the 12 mil bid go? Should I report this to Blizzard? I don't think many people could cancel their bids. I got nothing on that. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't mess with the auction house. At least not yet. 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it could go from 12 mil to 80,000 because you can't you cannot cancel your your bids. So, I don't know what happened unless the only thing I could think of and this is just really a shot in the dark here, but what if the person that bid 12 million like did something stupid and got banned? Wouldn't that take out his bid as well? Probably it would. Or if it was like one of those gold sellers or something that thought they were going to resell it, maybe, you know, whatever. Um, maybe the player did something that got himself banned, and that would take out his bids, I would think. But this is a guess. I don't know for sure. Yeah, that's that's where I was going to go. I was going to say it's maybe possible that the person who put in 12 million bid ended up getting banned, but the way that the bidding works, and this is one reason why I don't think, unless everybody who was bidding on this uh, on this Zunamas's pox all got banned because if you put in a bid let, let's say you see an item and you're like it's going for 12,000 right now well it's a really good item and it's you know still got tons of time so I'm gonna put in a bid of 10 million well it immediately doesn't jump up to 10 million it's kinda like um, eBay where you set your ceiling price and then it will just increment your bid up to your ceiling as other people bid against it so you know if that person who got banned put in 12 million gold bid on it somebody would have to be in a bidding war with them in order to get it up to 12 million so i don't know i i don't know chad it wouldn't hurt to put in a ticket i don't think you're going to get anything out of it but you might get an answer as to just what happened maybe mm, maybe i doubt maybe i doubt it i don't know uh, Blizzard has a... Well, yeah, I guess if he, if it was, well, we banned that guy, they can't tell you. Right, exactly. Yeah, they, they won't discuss anything um, about anybody else's account. So you'll probably get a canned response, but I would say it's definitely worth putting a ticket in, you know, just to, even if it's just to get a canned response from, from a customer service rep. Because maybe it's happened to other people too, you know? It does. It's very weird, though. So anyways... Um, Chad continues, I have multiples of all the keys for the Uber bosses. I tried one on MP1 and kept dying. It seems I will only be successful with another player or two. So, if there are any Soulstoneers, Soulstone players out there who want to do some Uber boss runs, find me. I need help. Thanks and have a great year, gang. Signed, Chad. Yeah, I cannot solo the Uber bosses. There's no way. <laughs> I do not have the DP. And I'm nowhere near it. <laughs> Not at all. You can't do it on low MP, Steven? I might be able to handle it at MP1 or MP2, but there's mm -hmm. no point in doing it at that level. Right, because most likely you're not going to get nothing. Just get yeah, j just going to waste the... Messed yeah. up. Mm -hmm. And I've also noticed that um, recently I've been on a severe drought from for keys, and... It's just really bad RNG, I guess, has been working in my favor because, you know, I, I'm grinding XP at MP1 because my Archon can still one-shot everything at MP1. And champions and elites don't don't really provide any kind of challenge unless they're reflex damage. In which case, I have to be careful that I don't accidentally kill myself. But um, well, The only difference between the two anyway is better drops when it comes to experience. Yeah, so... I'm just playing at MP1 to have a better chance at getting a key, and I've I've lost count of how many Act 3s, Act 3 runs that I've been doing, but 
normally I would at least see a key, you know, maybe about every five games, and I haven't seen a key in over 10 or 12. And I guess that, you know, that kind of figures, you know, I'm running an MP1, so I should only have a 10% chance, but it just feels off, but, yeah, I don't know. It's okay, I, I have a ton of keys for Mac 3, I really need to farm up some more keys for Mac 1 and 2, so... Maybe the game's just telling me, hey, you have enough keys, go to Act 1 now. But... <laughs> it's a subtle hint. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of luck and bad luck, because Charlie and I went and did MP8 before the show twice, and neither of us got any keys. Um, well, we were going for H keys, and we didn't get either at level 8, two games in a row. Now that's disappointing. Wow. So you only had a... Let's see. If you... <laughs> I... I... I can't do the math in my head right now, but each time you only had a 20% chance for the key not to drop. That's pretty unlucky. We both didn't get it. Then we also have done Ubers on 8 and only gotten uh, the Vengeful Eye, both of us, twice or three times now. Wow. Yeah, that's disappointing because it takes so long to finish the Ubers off and MP8, you know, because getting all your stacks and everything takes so long. So. Yeah, I do remember you trying to coax me into joining joining your ubers run but i was unfortunately at work <laughs> i oh yeah we were looking for one more person uh, because we had a three-man group and it, uh, the person we were playing with was okay they just didn't have the dps to abide by you know the extra health that we were getting with them so i figured i'd ask you to see if you were on yeah. or not but anyways let's keep this going Brazia, we have an email from our previously aforementioned, um, how many other ways can I say that? Uh, emailer, uh, emailer, listener, Nair. Well, thank you for the email there, Nair. Uh, he goes on to say, so there we go. As the title says, after the zombie bear nerf, I abandoned my puke doctor. <laughs> I'm sorry, Nair. Aww. This was before Paragon Levels and Monster Power came out, and I was stuck somewhere in Act 3 Inferno. Now my monk means business. At least it did until recently. I am only Paragon 15 and 55k with no buffs at all. But I can even stand that uh, in the bed for quite a bit. I play as much as I can with my girlfriend's little brother, whose wizard just broke the 100k DPS oh, barrier. Oh, um... Jen, that's probably mm -hmm. the wizard who was jumping in and out of the game with us. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, because I know somebody jumped in and out, and I think Nair said something like, that's my friend that's stalking me, and I'm like, okay, and then the guy was gone. I'm like, all right, well, that's solved, whatever that was. Yeah, and then he was, <laughs> that makes sense. And then he was speaking poorly of the wizard, to which I said, bite your tongue, saw, and then, uh, right. and then yeah, the wizard jumped right back in and was like, do not disparage the wizard, and then jumped back out. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a bit of RP going on. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting. I love it. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, we were all in a town at the time, so nobody died in the process of this whole little thing. Yeah. Nair goes on to say, what am I meant to do? I'm just trying to get some good things on the cheaps, like a vile ward for three uh, mil. mil. Probably. Oh, three mil. I hope. <laughs> Hate being behind and beaten by a 14-year-old. But, oh, this is so much fun to play together with someone. Maybe I'll help Jen 
get the MP0 Inferno when I see her on. Her playing times could match mine as I am in Australia. Yay, and they did. <laughs> that worked out. We're not at Inferno yet, but yeah, Nair was there uh, playing with me and Nevik the other night. Yep. And don't worry about being beaten by a 14-year-old. I get beaten in games by a 6-year-old all the time. So. Whoa. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, what am I mainly writing for? It is to tell you guys that I love your podcast and that I am a bit sad of the demise of practically every other D3 podcast. I need my Diablo 3 podcast fix. So keep up the good work with your show and wishing you a very late Happy New Year. To all four of you Diablo monkeys. Over and out, Nair from the Australian east coast of Tasmania. Oh, so he's Tasmanian. Thanks, Nair. Mm-hmm. Diablo monkeys, I like that. I'm picturing like Wizard of Oz kind of flying monkeys, you know, but more Diablo-esque. That would be fun. Minions. <laughs> Little minions we could send out. So you would be the Wicked Witch of the South. West. Yeah. West. Or the West. Yeah. yeah. Southwest. Something like that. I'm in California, so... Yeah. <laughs> that would oh, work. <laughs> speaking of, of wings, um, Mpengel has those uh, uh, Queen of Blades wings from the Heart of the Swarm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And those are really nice on the char- on uh, D3 characters. Uh, they're just awesome. I, I love them. <laughs> it was funny because he was telling me he doesn't really play StarCraft, but he got the StarCraft um, heart of the swarm, just so we could get the wings. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's some dedication to your D3 character, right yeah. there. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm okay with only having the material wings. Those are pretty cool too. Yeah, I like them. They're pretty. They're so pretty. Mm-hmm. Not so pretty on a witch doctor, but much prettier on a female wizard. Wait, why? Why did I even designate female wizard? There are only female wizards. Oh, come on. <laughs> So yeah, um, that everything's that, pretty. That is all of our emails, and I keep forgetting to mention this. But if you want to send us an email, you can do so by sending an email to show at shatteredsoulstone.com. I do have one more thing. I was talking to Saintly Demon before we started the podcast right. tonight, and asked him if he had anything he wanted to share for tonight. And he told he told me, say to tell you, hey Nevik, don't be so hard on the PvP. Dueling is a cool aspect of Diablo 2 that I love. Granted, I didn't do it much, but it's a fun feature to do with some friends. Some of my craziest heart-pounding moments in D2 came from duels. So be nice on the duels. Mm-hmm. See, okay. <laughs> what a response with that. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> Here, here's the thing, okay? <laughs> PvP in Diablo 2 was a little more balanced than it will exist in Diablo 3 because Diablo 2 wasn't... I mean, it was gear-dependent, but not to the level that Diablo 3 is. I mean, like, as as Brazia just mentioned, you know, he noticed quite a difference between his Witch Doctor and the other two pl- people in his Empangle um, and Kudo because their gear was substantially better. So, unless you're playing against somebody who's comparable in gear level to you, is not really going to be much of anything. So, that that's just my whole thing. One of my fondest memories from Diablo 2 was, um, I was on my singing barb, and I don't remember 
we were doing Act 5 in Diablo 2, and we were going up the mountain, and then this uh, barbarian... Was it a barbarian? No, 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 no. No, it wasn't a barbarian. It was a Amazon, a Boazon, who went hostile and was PKing. And by that, I mean they were going in, and when you turn hostile, then, you know, player characters, any player in the game, you can then hit with your abilities. So he was PKing because when you PK somebody, they drop the gold that they have on them. And so he was just doing that. And so I was able to, I don't remember, did I share this story already? I don't remember if I did or not. But anyways, I was on my singing barb, and I was able to leap in and then start singing, uh, you know, doing the stun shout. And I was able to nail him and keep him stun locked while a, a friendly Boazon then whittled him down. It was, it was, And he was like at least 30, 40 levels higher than us at the time. So that was pretty amazing. So, <laughs> But uh, that's pretty much the only fond memory of PvP that I have from Diablo 2. So. But um, I, I, I see dueling, I just, I don't know. I, I guess we'll see we'll see how it's implemented and see how gear plays a factor in that which it will be everything so I don't know sorry saintly demon I really don't think dueling's going to be much of anything but maybe it'll itch it'll scratch that itch you know so with that uh, there are a few things that I wanted to bring up um, one I've already mentioned this but the 107 patch notes are being compiled so we should see them soon so probably by the time you're listening to this hopefully they'll be available I'm hoping and then uh, then our next episode I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about then about that in any ways um, then the other thing I've, I'm trying to remember where I saw this I think I saw originally on Diablo fans um, something about uh, Monk's Sweeping Wind snapshot or Blinding Flash Sweeping Wind I'm going to include a link to it I'm going to try to do my best to dumb this down or just you know explain it really quickly it's where um you can wear one set of gear cast blinding flash and then hit your blinding or hit your blinding flash i cast blinding flash and then cast your sweeping wind and then change your gear and then you'll benefit from both gear sets with that sweeping wind like really weird um it's a bug it i'm thinking it will be fixed but in the meantime you can find out more at the uh the um, Reddit thread that's going on. It's or it's kind of like a guide, so you can check that out. And then uh, Brasia added something. And Brasia, would you care to explain this? Just past week, I was listening to uh, on the Zam report, the uh, BFF report that's put out by Mike B. Just about every week, and he went over his top five controversial games from 2012. And of course, for him, Diablo 3 made it on the list, and it was number four. And he it just he goes through for maybe about 10 minutes talking about all the things that happened with regard to Diablo 3, everything we've already known about, that we've talked about uh, even on the podcast over the last year. Things like uh, friction between the gamers uh, that have been in part of the game for 10 plus years, uh, as well as new developers who were trying to do something a little bit different with their Diablo 3 game and what we ended up with. Uh, things like small amount of testing with the beta that was very limited uh, that was something that people talked about a lot but he also compared to the fact that before Diablo 2 came out there was very little testing of that as well 
and it still became a successful game at, over over term. But at the same time, Diablo 3 had a lot more hype behind it than Diablo 2 did. Mm-hmm. So that kind of worked against it. And then once you know the game launched, I mean, we even had the, the famous recording from Jen about Error 37. Oh, God. That's how that my Demon Hunter got her name, 37, because that's what I saw that night over and over and over again, and so did everybody else. Exactly, and there's, there's still a website that um, registered error37.com. Hmm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> yeah. So he talked about that, things like the, how the real money auction house worked and how it was trouble even in Korea. And, you know, just, and then finally what popped up to, right before he finished doing this was the blog by Jay Wilson about the PvP or the lack of PvP now and how they're scrapping it and putting it in. And so I just thought it was interesting if anybody wants to take a look at it. Comparing that as number four to the number three, two, and one most controversial game, it's not even close. I mean, four and five are just like you can put them on the on you know some sort of shelf and forget about them because one, two, and three just all the things that happened in those games and outside of those games that involved you know political money, it involved lawsuits, everything else that Diablo is not even a part of. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't put them in the same category. It makes me feel a lot better <laughs> if you're looking on the outside of. Diablo 3 versus the outside of the, the other top three games, like War or Z, for example, is one of them. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. But I kind of combined that because I was also listening to the instance with Scott Johnson and uh, Terpster recently, just like the last couple of episodes. And I remember Scott was talking about how you look at Diablo 3, like he went back and started playing it because he hadn't touched it in months. And he was like, you know, I'm really enjoying this game a lot more than I did when it came out. And he's like, I'm not seeing all the negative press that was out there for the first four or five months of the game release. And he had a point there. It's just, now you can kind of, it's not the game that people are trying to make stories about. So it's not on the forefront of the media news. And now people are kind of starting to go back into the game. And, you know, like, I know. Personally, I found like in the last month, I've really begun to enjoy playing Diablo 3. Maybe it's partly because of the fact that things have changed in the game that made it a little bit more game-friendly. But at the same time, it's also not the, oh, you know, oh, hey, you know, GameSpot and Gamma Sutra and Kotaku all have something to say about Diablo 3 today, and it's all really bad. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just good, you know. I think the game going to find its spot eventually and it's just i just thought it was neat to kind of take a look back at the the last year depending on what 107 is going to include um i mean i I really think other than the fact that 106 was basically a non-patch other than just a couple bug fixes bug fixes to correct duping Mm -hmm. I, i think 107 probably will be the first patch that may expand on the game a little bit because it sounds I mean just by the mere fact that they've been talking about providing you know information on 107 for past couple weeks and they haven't compiled it all together or you know haven't finalized everything it must be a pretty sizable patch so hopefully hopefully we'll see some good stuff come out of it and I really think that 105 put the game in a really good place and I'm hoping 107 will really, you know, take it to that next level, at least until the expansion comes out. Or maybe 108, 109? 
As long as it's not a really big nerf fest, I'll be okay with whatever they do, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. There are no more wizard nerfs. Um, just saying. So, yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I'm... If, for whatever reason, you're still listening to our podcast and you haven't touched Diablo 3 in months, come back. Because I really think 105 put the game in a much better place. Inferno... You, you know, you get to Inferno, and prior to 105, it was like hitting a cement wall. You you finally gear up, or you hit the auction house, whatever, and you gear up so you can get through Act two, Act 1, and then you get to Act 2, and same thing all over. Now with, you know, Monster Power and the massive nerf that they did to Inferno, it feels a lot better. And, you know, I, I know I've mentioned this before, it feels like a more natural progression now. And... Although now Inferno is not the uh, hard no matter what kind of scenario that they promised it to be prior to the launch, which it certainly delivered on all those, <laughs> on all that, unless you're able to get through with a couple bugs and farm some amazing gear, which I'm still, you know, with as many legendaries and rares and everything that I've been finding in on my, you know, on my progression up to paragon level 49 it's like how did people ever find you know trifecta gear i'm i still haven't (laughs) found a single trifecta ring i'm like oh it's so frustrating but you know i guess they just had amazing luck i thought it was great that you said pretty much the same thing terpster just said on the recent episode i was listening to was that if you haven't played it in a few months come on back and give it a try you might be surprised um it's you're right 105 really did make the game i'm gonna have to say kind of more friendly to play but at the same time it made it so that you would want to play mm-hmm. it more you know we're not talking an mmo it's not something that's gonna you know you keep getting little incremental rewards in order to get to the next step you want to play an action role-playing game because of the action of the game and i think they've kind of allowed that to happen with 105 and beyond which is good Worked for me. I took quite a break during 104 because I was pretty disappointed in when 105 came and started playing again quite a yeah. bit. And then you decided to defect mm-hmm. the Witch Doctor. Yeah, well, you know. Nah, he just saw the light. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't like I went straight to the Witch Doctor, by the way. I tried the Barbarian, I tried the Monk, and out of all of them, just the funnest class was the Witch Doctor. I, I like diversity and being able to make a class the way I want to and have fun with it and not being told how to play so that's pretty much what made me go with the wizard all the other classes it's like you got to do this or you got to do that and unless you're you know in the lower levels and I want to be able to something that I can actually work for an end game because I'm going to spend the time to make a hundred paragon I want to make the class worthwhile yeah. you know now admit it you just like the shaking well the shaking is really really cool too but <laughs> <laughs> and it all just goes right back to the witch doctor. This whole show. <laughs> I, I'm still, I'm still re- remembering a, a slight discussion that we had where um, Lantonio did mention that he played pretty much only exclusively female characters because of, um, <clears throat> you know, the aesth- aesthetics. Yeah, the aesthetics. <laughs> and his witch doctor is a male witch doctor. Yeah. Well, you know, I just... What does that say? What some that say? some characters just looked better. That's all. The shaking of his hips. It says he liked Witch Anyways. Doctor. So, um, yeah, I think with that... <laughs> oh, my. I, I think with that, um, before we 
really border into the PG-13 rating, I, I shall close out the show. You have been listening to episode 32 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you've missed an episode, you can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at ShatteredSoulStone.com. If you want to join us in game, go to our show blog and navigate to our Soulstoners Battle Tags page. There you will find our Battle Tags as well as those of many of our listeners. This show is powered by you, the listener, so please send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We love social media, so come join us on Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. You can find the show Twitter at ShatteredStone. I'm at Nebic James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer, who is triumphantly back with us tonight, is at Lantonio. Finally, we would like to s- extend a huge thank you to Domforge Productions and Medros for hosting our Loot Deviant show. You can find more shows, including the Steamforge podcast which should be soon which should be available soon i should say you, so yeah you can find the steam forge and other shows from the dawn forge at the thank you for listening until next time from all of us here at the shattered soul stone we will be waiting on bated breath for the 107 patch notes oh blizzard you so tricksies Hey folks, it's Navic here, and I just wanted to let everyone know that, yes, the patch 107 preview went live mere minutes after we wrapped episode 32. So you're going to hear multiple references to how we were hoping that we would have 107 news to talk about, or that the, you know, the patch notes would be going live soon, and that probably by the time that you heard our voices, that hopefully it would be live, and well, yeah... Yeah, they, d- they delivered right after we wrapped, so that's great, right? So here's what we're going to do. We are going to do a special community roundtable where we want to get you listeners involved in discussing the Patch 107 preview. It will give us a great opportunity to go, you know, maybe not item by item, but at least go into great detail without um, having a three-hour show, <laughs> you know, something like that. And it will also give give you a chance to voice your opinion on the game, where it's going, what you like about 107, what you don't like about 107, or what you think 107's missing, or what you hope, you know, just basic roundtable stuff. Uh, we're going to do this on Friday, January 18th, but the exact time is still to be determined. So pay attention to our Twitter, which is at Shattered Stone, or if you're not a fan of Twitter, I will make a blog post about it on our website, which is ShatteredSoulStone.com. Other than that, I did want to mention that after we wrapped episode 32, our our font of Diablo knowledge, our fourth musketeer, Lantonio, took it upon himself to set up us some forums. You can find those forums over at ShatteredSoulStone.createAForum.com. And if you don't want to write down that URL, you can just go to our website, and you'll find a link at the very top, and you'll also find it in the sidebar. So, there you go. Hop on over to the forums, create an account, and join us in the fun in talking about Diablo. Hope to see you there. Mmm, more shaking. Hey, Rel, Redwood Wine. Red, red wine. <laughs> so, I get through the show without a single <laughs> evil one beverage of choice reference and mm-hmm. everybody else yep, picks up for it. 
poor Rill. But first, I'm going to text my wife, see if she can bring me a beer. This has been a presentation of Dawn Forge, copyright 2013. Find great podcasts and more at thedawnforge.com.